This is episode seven of Everyday Wellness. Let's get real, what balance in our life really looks like. I'm Dr. Kelly Donahue, clinical health psychologist, here with my co-host, Cynthia Thurlow, functional nutritionist and nurse practitioner. Let's get started. Welcome to Everyday Wellness, Wellness is the result of the decisions that you make every day. It's your mindset and the thoughts you believe. Wellness is the food you put in your body and the relationship you have with yourself and others. Wellness is your work and meaning. Join us on Everyday Wellness as we explore ways that you can choose wellness today. Hello, hello. We are here to chat today about balancing our busy lives. It's something that I think everyone that is listening, especially uh, working moms, um, stay at home moms, any moms can really understand and appreciate. Uh, You know, I'm I'm laughing because there were so many technical, goofy things that happened in my home this morning. Um, I know Kelly's sitting in a closet in her house trying to get better acoustics. Uh, so, you know, I think the, the, the concern I think for every woman is that, you know, this elusive balance, which I know we've talked about before that balance is kind of an enigma. I mean, it's something we all work on, but you're never going to get to perfect balance. It's like, you might have one day that feels balanced and the next day there'll be something unanticipated that you have to kind of scramble to address. And so, um, Kelly, I'd love for you to kind of talk about you had childcare issues this morning and, you know, microphone issues. I mean, I'm sure for both of us, I definitely think today did not start off the way we had anticipated it to, but we're, we're making the best of it, right? Absolutely. And, you know, I really think it's about the approach that you take when you come into a situation that hasn't occurred exactly as you had hoped it would. Mm -hmm. So for example, this morning I had totally planned to have two hours with you to record and then my sitter couldn't be here until later. And I'm so grateful that you were so flexible and able to do that. But we, we just have to roll with it. You know, my mm-hmm. son is knocking on the closet door. And <laughs> <laughs> that's just the way the way things happen sometimes. And I think that it, really, it's sort of a metaphor for life, because it's all about our response. So mm-hmm. we can respond to it and make a story out of it that means we're not able to do all this, and we can't do this. Or we can sort of flip it and say, wow, I have a child and you know what, he's still eating and thriving and and I'm working on this podcast in my business and yes, it's not running like clockwork and yes, there are periods of time where I feel stressed, but if I look at it as how is this getting me toward my goal and how mm-hmm. am I able to keep doing this, then that's what's really, that's what it's all about. Oh, absolutely. You know, I think... Um you know, working in healthcare for so many years really taught me some great coping mechanisms because at any given time uh, in the environments I worked in, in ER medicine and cardiology, we always had sick people and things would happen. Like you would be looking at someone that was at one moment stable and the next second they weren't. And, you know, keeping your cool, um, which I always said, like I looked calm on the outside, but I might've been freaking out on the inside. <laughs> But I knew if I was calm, so would everyone else be. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think I've got a good poker face. But 
Um, you know, much to your point about unanticipated things, we had no internet access this morning, and we normally don't have issues with internet access. Um, and as I was telling Kelly, I've been flying by the seat of my pants for the last nine days. Um, after my son had a traumatic injury. And it's really very centering when something so significant happens and kind of reminds us to focus on what's most important. So, you know, my key takeaway for anyone who's kind of trying to find that elusive balance is just stay focused on what's most important. I think we tend to get spun out over silly little things, the silly little stuff that's day to day, but in the grand scheme of things, like staying focused on what's most important. Um, you know, like you mentioned, you know, your your son is well being well taken care of and, and is fine, all his needs are being met. He may be, you know, curious to see what you're doing, but you know, the time that you're making it that you're creating for um, the space that you're creating for the podcast is something that stimulates you, you know, emotionally, intellectually. Um, it's a way to kind of expand your your reach in the world and so therefore, it's it's something that's worth, you know, pulling a little bit of time away from from him. Um, and in a way that he's probably getting all of his, you know, there's probably a wonderful sitter there that's doing something fun with him. So, oh, yes, yes, he is very happy right now. <laughs> um, and I think, you know, some of that is about what we choose to focus on. Mm-hmm. Because as I've taken a deeper dive into this entrepreneurial business world, which I love, it's also really shed some light on where I focus it is what where my energy goes mm-hmm. and that's that's really what happens so if I focus on the fact that I'm building my business then that's what's going to happen if I focus on the fact that I am not with my son then that's what I'm going to think about and that's going to be the lens that I see things through so I think what Cynthia and I wanted to do with this episode is really to kind of peel back the hood and show you that we are busy moms and entrepreneurs who are so passionate about what we do, that that focus on helping others and empowering others to make healthy changes is what keeps us going, even when the internet goes out and the sitter is late (laughs) and and all of those things that we call life, because Mm -hmm. life is messy and that's Mm -hmm. just the reality of it. And I think when we expect it to be otherwise is when we can really get ourselves tripped up. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. There's a, a book that I've been reading. I did a summer book club in my one of my Facebook groups. And um, as I was sitting, waiting for my son's surgery to start, um, and I decided it was a if there was any time other than the present, I needed to like make the investment in reading that book. And, you know, Glennon Doyle was talking about how um, so many of us are so concerned about other people's impressions of ourselves. We want everything to look perfect. And it's really not until we kind of peel back that veil and let people see that we're anything but perfect, um, that that's when the real connection happens. So I think that it's, it's certainly helpful for, you know, to entrepreneurs who from the outside look, you know, probably to other people, like everything's running perfectly and smoothly in their lives all the time to acknowledge that, um, we all share the same, same, same insecurities, the same concerns, um, you know, trying to do our very best, you know, keeping our head above water. As I've said to you several times over the last week and a half, um, I, I feel like I'm flying by the seat of my pants, but it's that kind of compartmentalizing, like right now is stressful and I just need to focus on what's most important and everything else will fall into place. And that's really the way that, you know, things can intentionally happen. But I liked her message. I'm only about a third of the way through her book, but I liked her message about just being real and being honest and, and 
you know, the other piece is, you know, from I've heard this from multiple business coaches, no one connects with people that appear to be perfect. Like you don't want to look perfect all the time or be perfect because then people don't really, they don't have any ability to connect with you. It just makes them feel badly about themselves. So when you can show the messy sides of your lives and hiding in your closet, having no internet access, <laughs> having, you know, some type of a traumatic injury in a family member. Today's podcast is sponsored by NutriSense. It combines cutting edge technology and human expertise so you can see how your body responds to different types of nutrition, stress, exercise, sleep, and where you are in your menstrual cycle in real time. And by pairing a continuous glucose monitor with their app and expert nutritional guidance, NutriSense can help you reach your health goals. And the best part is it's not just a program where they send you the CGM and you have to figure it out on your own. Each subscription plan includes one month of free expert nutritionist support. Your nutritionist will work with you one-on-one interpreting your data and providing customized advice to help you reach your health goals. The last time I had my CGM on, my registered dietitian and I troubleshooted over some specific concerns that I had. And whether you're aiming to lose weight, stabilize your energy, or just feel better overall, NutriSense offers the guidance and support you need. And lasting sustainable change takes time and can be achieved through a longer term subscription. That's why I encourage my patients and clients to consider three, six, or 12-month subscriptions where it's actually less expensive and allows you to not only achieve your goals, but also to ensure that you stick to your healthy lifestyle for the long term. As I've mentioned before, I have found the CGMs I have used through NutriSense to be incredibly insightful, specifically to carbohydrate tolerance. I would not have known that plantains spiked my blood sugar without this information. It's also been hugely helpful for tailoring to workouts and sleep quality. And so for me, even though I am metabolically healthy, I find the insights to be particularly helpful to tailor my lifestyle changes to my blood sugar. Visit NutriSense.io slash EWP and use the code E. WP for $30 off plus one month of free nutritionist support. Be sure to let them know you're a listener of the Everyday Wellness Podcast when they ask you how you heard about them. This is one of my favorite ways to take care of my health and one of my top recommendations for all of my patients and clients. At some point, we've all been sold a big fat lie. It's called the protein misconception. So starting in the 1980s, we all believe that more protein equated to more muscle growth. And I'm here to tell you it's a big misconception. This has a great deal to do that our body can only absorb protein that's broken down into smaller building blocks called amino acids. It doesn't matter if you're consuming 30 grams of protein or 300 grams of protein. If you don't have a sufficient supply of enzymes to digest the protein, your muscles will ultimately be unable to use these as vital building blocks. That's why it's crucial you take a high-quality digestive enzyme. The one I trust and use myself is called Masszymes by Bioptimizers. Masszymes is a full-spectrum enzyme formula with more protease than any other commercially available product. 
product with five different forms of protease. Plus, it contains all the other key enzymes you need for optimal digestion. If you're experiencing bloating, gas, or digestive distress, a contributing factor can be that your body is no longer producing as much digestive enzymes. And you can try Masszymes today, risk-free. They have a 365-day full money-back guarantee and is the gold standard in the industry. Go to biooptimizers.com slash Cynthia. That's B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com slash Cynthia and use promo code Cynthia 10 for 10% off of any order. Again, that's promo code Cynthia 10 for 10% off any order. Um, when you can share those things, it makes you more relatable. Yeah. And, you know, to piggyback off that, I think it's also important that as women, especially, we um, ask for and accept help when we need it. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've realized that I can't watch my son and do a podcast mm-hmm. at the same time. That's just not something that will work for me. Mm-hmm. So I, I have to ask for help in those instances. And, Absolutely. you know, and I'm wondering as your son was going through his surgery and doctor's appointments and stuff, if that's something that you consciously thought about getting mm-hmm. help from others. Yeah, you know, and, and I have, you know, there's definitely those friends in your realm that will say, what can I do for you? And they mean it sincerely. And I actually said, you know, there's a good friend of mine who lives locally, wonderful person. And she, you know, was reaching out to me every day. She said, what can I do for you? And I said, you know what, it would just be great if you reach out to me by text messages. Like Hmm. the thought of having to connect by phone and speak to more people, I found really draining. Um, I started putting my updates on Facebook, which I traditionally don't do a ton of that with the kids. I, I kind of feel like I want them to have some privacy, but it was the only way to, um, share the information about what was going on with him in a way that, wasn't quite as scary as having to pick up the phone and speak to 20 people. Um, and I'm a little bit of an introvert. So to me, having to speak to that many people just drains me anyway. Um, yeah. So yes. Um, and there were people who just did really nice things. Like a, a friend of mine dropped off dinner the other night and I kept saying, Oh, that's not necessary. You don't have to do that. And then when she did it, I was like, do you know how nice it was not to have to make dinner that one <laughs> right. night? I was like, yeah. and she's also aware of all the goofy elimination diet stuff we have going on in the house. So she was very sensitive to that and brought me up over a bottle of wine. She said, even if you're not ready to drink it tonight, at least you'll have it for when you're ready. So (laughs) those kinds of things, you know, to me, um, were really, really helpful. I mean, I'm, I'm grateful that, you know, my husband was not traveling because that's usually the running joke. Anytime we have, you know, some type of big medical issue, he's out of the country, but he was actually in, in the country and, Um, that was helpful. And, you know, we don't have a lot of local family, you know, Todd's family lives in Texas, and my mom's in Michigan. Um, And we told them we actually were doing okay, like, we feel like we've got it under control, and we're doing okay, like, we feel like we've got it under control. And my, um, it's amazing, I, I think we forget that children are incredibly resilient, probably more so than a lot of adults, having taken care of a lot of sick adults, my 10 year old rocked his surgery and like rocked his post-op course. I mean, I'm just, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm humbled and and grateful. Um, but you know, it's a lot of his positivity. He's just an incredibly positive, positive kid. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that really goes to the, the power of belief and having a positive mindset and, you know, just focusing on getting through it and also making the best of it. I know you mm-hmm. shared that you know, he was sort of joking with the nurses, um, mm-hmm. even as he was getting ready for surgery. And I think that that just, that, that speaks a lot about him and also about yeah. how he was raised. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I think, um, 
being the byproduct of a parent that's a nurse practitioner, I think I have always kind of had the mindset of, you know, there's serious stuff and then there's a lot of not serious medical stuff and the not serious medical stuff, you just suck it up buttercup. I mean, that's just the way you (laughs) deal with it. And um, the nurse from the surgery center called to check on him on Wednesday. And she said, I don't normally love working with children, but she said, your son was awesome. And she said, I don't say that often about kids. She's like, I like my kids, but I don't really like anyone else's (laughs) kids. And I said, I understand that. Um, But she said, you know, he was interested in what we were doing. He was asking questions about the medications and about the ultrasound machine. And, you know, she was really kind of humored. She said he was, if he was nervous, he didn't let on. Um, But yeah, it's, you know, and and I'm sure it's probably a byproduct of his parents, but also just the fact that he felt secure um, Mm -hmm. to be, be himself and, and be able to ask questions and, be inquisitive, which is totally his nature. And the nurse was laughing post-operatively because she said he was still asking lots of questions. She said, there's no question that he's cognitively exactly where he was before surgery because he's asking a lot of questions. I said, yeah, that's kind of how he, how he operates. But yes, I, I think that a positive mindset has so much to do with how we react to anything, whether it's unanticipated surgery or the hiccups of daily life, which all of us deal with. And, you know, our response to them is, 90% of the, you know, how the rest of our day goes. But I think compartmentalizing for me was always the way that I dealt with things that were not anticipated, like, okay, what do I need to do next? Just be very logical. Um, and that always saved me. Yeah. And I think we, we all find those strategies that work for us. And we're, mm-hmm. it's a, I think the, the biggest thing about balance is that we think that there's a place called balance that we mm-hmm. can arrive and things will magically like become. Yes, exactly. When it's really a constant journey. Mm-hmm. So if you think about the journey as a time in the car with, you know, three screaming children, then it's going to feel like that. But if mm-hmm. you think about balance as just something that you do every day, it's just part of your lifestyle. And some days will feel better than others and some days will be messier than others and that's okay. But if you have that expectation that some days might be messy, it won't feel as distressing. Yeah. And that's a really good distinction. I think that, you know, recognizing it for what it is. Um, I always say that, you know, you just have, you have to weather days like that. It's just part of our existence. But I think that, you know, I had a whole year where I said my keyword was balance And at the end of the year, the one thing it taught me, as you stated, was that it's not a destination. It's really just a journey. Um, And creating balance in our lives is really about prioritizing what works for us personally, you know, professionally, um, articulating our needs. You know, I I think that when I was younger, I tended to be a more of a people pleaser than I am Mm -hmm. now. And I I used to feel obligated to respond to every... um, opportunity that, you know, kind of presented itself, you know, certainly as a entrepreneur as well. And now I, I just very politely can say, thank you. I appreciate that, but I'm not interested. And I, and I, and I feel no sense of obligation to have a conversation beyond that. Um, there was a opportunity the other day, I got tagged in a post about doing a talk. Um, and I looked at where the location was and I looked at the time of the day it was, and I thought, well, do you find yourself struggling to get a good night's sleep? If so, you may be dealing with a hidden mineral deficiency. It is not at all uncommon in perimenopause and menopause to deal with sleep 
challenges. And we know that one of many contributory reasons for poor sleep can be a reduction in specific minerals that help regulate sleep quality, including magnesium, which is involved in GABA, which is our body's main calming neurotransmitter. We also know that we need potassium to create melatonin. And this is a hormone that is a master antioxidant, but is also utilized to help induce sleep. We also think about things like zinc, which can balance excitatory neurotransmitters like glutamate. And if it's overactive, meaning if your glutamate levels are too high, it can prevent your brain from becoming more relaxed and inducing sleep. And lastly, selenium increases both our deep sleep and sleep duration. All these minerals matter a lot for sleep and any imbalances or deficits can have a major impact on the quality of sleep you get each night. And that's why I love Beam Minerals. They offer a full spectrum mineral supplement that gives you every essential mineral your body needs in the right doses, all in a highly absorbable liquid form. All you do is take a shot of beam minerals about an hour before bed. Don't worry, it tastes like water and you'll replenish all of your body's minerals in about 30 seconds and give your brain what it needs for deep restorative sleep. I've been using this product over the last several months. I've really been impressed with the improvement in my sleep metrics, which I like to share on social media with my followers. And if you want a simple way to improve your sleep, head over to www.bminerals.com and use code Cynthia for 20% off your first order. That's www.bminerals.com and use code Cynthia for 20% off your first order. Mighty Maca is a superfood drink mix full of 30 plus natural ingredients, and it was formulated by Dr. Anna Kabeca during her healing journey. Mighty Maca Plus ingredients, which include nourishing ingredients like organic maca powder, turmeric, quercetin, broccoli, parsley, trans resveratrol, pomegranate extract, and more, were carefully selected for immune support to sustain energy, provide mental clarity, and improve recovery. It also tastes delicious. It supports healthy detoxification and alkalinity in the body, balances hormones, fights free radicals, and neutralizes lactic acid, all while increasing your energy and vitality. It helps improve your digestion and reignites your libido. It's a powerful superfood drink mix that needs to be part of your daily routine. And Dr. Anna is offering my listeners 10% off your first purchase by using the link DrAnna.com slash Cynthia. That's 10% off your first per that's 10% off your first purchase by using the link DrAnna.com slash Cynthia. It's delicious and nutritious. That's really like a four hour chunk of time and not really two hours. And it's not really a topic I want to talk about. And so I just very politely said, you know, that location during the weekday won't work for me. But thank you so much for considering me. Yeah. Done. And I and think I you're good. Yeah. And I think you're able to make those choices with less stress mm-hmm. because you have a clear, um, you have a clear set of your core values. You mm-hmm. know what's really driving you, and you know that you know your family is very important to you. And I'm sure that 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 time away factored into that. Mm-hmm. You know that your business is important to you, but you're also very focused. You know, knowing a little bit about how you've built your business, you're very focused on specific ways that are your zones of genius, Mm -hmm. your areas of expertise. 
And those sort of serve as your guiding light for how you're moving forward with your business and how you're taking other opportunities on. And so I think when the decisions you make are in line with your values, I mean, essentially, like that's balancing right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. feeling feeling good about your decisions. Yeah. And it's interesting how when you start off as an entrepreneur, and I'm not sure if you have felt similarly, but in the very beginning, I felt obligated to take every opportunity oh, that yeah. presented itself. And then I started to recognize, you know, how much is my time worth? And, you know, that's a huge, that's a huge component of, of standing, you know, kind of tall and strong in your, your mindset and saying, you know, my time is worth a great deal more than this experience would be. And there has to be someone that's, you know, better suited. I never realized the niche that I would kind of fall into, but things that are outside that niche, I really try very hard to refer to other professionals, you know, other colleagues, I'm more than happy to do that. My ego is very intact. And I have a mindset of abundance, I'm happy to share opportunities with other people. But I think part of the challenge for so many of us is, you know, if our ego kind of gets in the way of opportunities, you know, if we get fixated on something that you know, doesn't resonate and we force ourselves to do it because it might be an opportunity to, you know, be exposed to a larger population of of people, but it's not something that we enjoy. Um, You know, I've I've started to kind of, you know, really shift my mindset considerably, you know, what what serves my greater purpose, what serves my greater purpose in terms of the gifts I can share of myself with others, you know, being of service to others, um, certainly super, super important. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's it's important from a business perspective and a, you know your personal life perspective too. I took Marie Forleo's B-School training and one of the things that she really honed in on and emphasized in almost every module was your niche and serving your ideal customer. And anything that was outside of that was not important. Now, mm-hmm. initially I thought, oh no, I need to see everybody <laughs> do mm-hmm. everything and help all people and was so afraid that by really narrowing in on a certain subset of the population that I was going to be not only losing business, but not feeling like I was really helping. But in Mm -hmm. fact, I've seen slowly and seen in other folks too, as they narrow down their business actually thrives because Mm -hmm. they become even more of an expert in that field and they become sought after for their knowledge. Well, and I think when you come from a place of fear, if it's, you know, Mm -hmm. and I love that you did her, her B school, uh, because I can certainly, you know, benefit from all the wonderful things that you've learned through her. But I think that, you know, for so many of us, when we come from a place of fear, if we're afraid of niching down, because we're suddenly not going to be able to serve everyone, um, you have to really like that mindset piece. I know that we're big on talking about mindset, but you've got to change the way that you think about Mm -hmm. that. Because you know, ultimately, you're going to be of greater service to others if you can, you know, have a laser focus. And I never realized that my own health issues were going to kind of create that niche for me, Um, you know, life imitating art, Mm -hmm. um, unknowingly, of course, I would never have guessed. Um, But then, you know, when I reflected back, you know, from years ago, before I, when I was starting nursing school, I had a very specific idea of what what group of people I wanted to work with. And had I not worked in the inner city, I might have actually, you know, gone the, you know, the women's health route, but mm-hmm. kind of got, <laughs> because of so many sad things I saw went an opposite direction, which was fine. It served as purpose for, you know, the many years that I worked in cardiology and ER medicine. But it's amazing when you get focused that all of a sudden, 
you can really actualize your true potential. I mean, that's what I find really amazing when I look around, even for all of us that did our nutrition programs at the same time, the people that have really thrived are the ones that are very specific about who they work with. Yeah, Yeah, that's so true. And I think that the same can be true in our personal lives too. Mm when we think about quality over quantity, Mm -hmm. and that brings in the idea of being present and being mindful. I've been doing a lot of reading on conscious parenting lately. And what the teachers are saying is that it's not necessarily the the quantity of time that you spend, but it's how you spend that time with your child. And intuitively, Mm -hmm. I think we all sort of know this, if you're Mm -hmm. distracted on your phone or whatever, you're not going to be connected and you're, you're not going to feel like you had quality family time. Mm-hmm. But if you just take five minutes when your child gets up in the morning and really look them in the eyes and really ask them questions and mm-hmm. listen to the feedback, they're going to feel full. They're going to mm-hmm. feel heard and loved more so than an hour of kind of running around like a crazy person. And I say mm-hmm. that because I've been there and done that before. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, it, it's definitely a valuable lesson to think about prioritizing and focusing on what's important for our mm-hmm. values in both our personal and professional life. And yeah. by doing that, we'll get as close to this place called balance that we can. Yeah, no. And it's interesting. It's interesting that you bring up the connection with our children, which obviously we know we're when we have kids, because eventually right. the goal is for them to leave the house as independent <laughs> adults. Um, and I'm constantly reminded of this. But the day before my younger son's um, injury, I had just been thinking how strange this summer had been because the kids are the most independent they've ever been, you know, riding to swim team practice on their bikes, um, you know, able to independently go to a park by themselves with their friends. I mean, it's just it's a very different dynamic. And I had just been thinking that that evening before his injury um, about the fact that I had felt a little disconnected from them this summer and how that didn't sit well with me. Mm. And then the irony is that the last nine days, we've all been together like constantly. Um, and how, you know, when my son had his injury, I told him, I said, I will not leave your side. And I did not leave his side from, you know, the first two days. Um, and went to every radiology thing that we needed to do in the hospital, everywhere else. And I think that made a big difference in his um, his mindset and his security. Um, I, I think that made a huge mindset, which is why I think his surgery, although overwhelming for him, which he admitted, I think it made it his recovery better because mm. he knew we were right there with him every yeah. step of the way. Um, and, and much to your point that it's all about quality and not quantity. Um, quality of time we spend with our loved ones is so much more important than you spend eight hours a day with someone, but you're not really interacting with them or you're tied up on an electronic device, which is now becoming, I, I feel, I fear for our kids' futures that they're not going to be communicating the way our generations mm-hmm. communicated. But, um, you know, finding time to really connect with people is so important. Yeah, absolutely. Well, listeners, we hope that you've been able to take something away about balance in your own life. And we hope that this has helped you to see that we are mere mortals as well, um, doing the best that we can every day and figuring out balance as we go along. Super important. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for joining us. You can find out more about Cynthia and her work at chtwellness.com. And you can find out more about Kelly and her work at everydaytherapist.com. In addition, if you have questions for us or topics you'd like us to address, please email us at everydaywellnesspodcast at gmail.com. 
Until next time, be well. Just as you carefully choose the cut of meat or freshness of produce that you cook at home, you should carefully choose chemical-free cookware that provides a healthy and safe cooking experience. The materials in 360 cookware are safe, sustainable, and of the highest quality. Their cookware is 100% free from any toxic chemicals as the company produces quality stainless steel cookware and bakeware without added chemicals, and all are manufactured in the United States. It's also the leading manufacturer that equips kitchens with cookware and bakeware that are free of all of the toxic chemicals and coatings, including PFAS, Teflon, and ceramic. And the best thing is that when used properly, the product's construction provides nonstick properties in a product that can be passed down through generations. Go to www.360cookware.com and use code CYNTHIA20 for 20% off your first order. Again, that's 360cookware.com and use code CYNTHIA20 for 20% off your first order. We've been using their products over the last several months and have really been pleased with not only the durability, but ease of cleanliness.